There's a black hole at the center of our galaxy. How do we kill it before it kills us? Why can't I look directly at the sun? What do they not want me to see? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This Paranormal Life! Hey, welcome Woo. back to the podcast. You're listening to This Paranormal Life, a podcast where every week we dissect a different paranormal case and get to the bottom of whether it is truly paranormal or not. As always, you're joined by your two favorite paranormal investigators in the world. My name's Kit Greer. This guy's Roy Pars. Hello, folks. And we're back with another doozy for you. How are you doing today, Roy? I'm doing great. A uh, quick note on your first question, sure. how to kill a black hole before it kills us. Mm-hmm. Love to um, know. Two options right off the bat. Poison. No one, I don't think everyone's tried to fire poison into a black hole. Just mm. kill it dead right on the spot. Uh, second technique I would use, maybe sh- a shark. Right. Launching a shark into a black hole. Well, I see your logic. They're both hyper effective against humans. And failing that, shoot it. <laughs> go up there with a space gun and shoot it anything dangerous snake knife <laughs> bomb any of the above yeah all all valid options because we got no better ideas those ones are free nasa the next one's gonna cost you so we're not gonna mess around at the top of the show we're gonna dive right into today's investigation which comes courtesy of a listener that sent us this one by email they wrote Paranormal greetings, my paranormal colleagues. While I was attending PUSC, Paranormal University of Southern California, in 2001, where I earned my PPHD, Paranormal PhD, you're saying these things as if we don't know what they are. Yeah, obviously obviously we do. I heard about the following unusual case. What do you guys make of it? Paranormally yours, Dr. Suarez, aka Mr. Footlong, because I once ate a 12-inch hot dog in one bite. So... I guess thank you to Dr. Suarez for sending this one into us. He seems like the worst person alive. Yeah, basically. But I'm grateful that he took the time to write to us. So without further ado, for today's story, we journey to Delhi, India. It is 1.45 a.m. April 5th, 2001. And Mr. Anil Gopal is asleep on his terrace, probably enjoying restful dreams when he was jolted awake with pain. (gasps) He cried out in shock. Ah! as teeth and claws dig into his body. But before he even realizes what has attacked him, it is almost escaped out of sight. But Anil makes out just enough what appears to be a monkey leaping away into the night. Now, Anil is a responsible man. He could have just gone back to sleep or thought about himself. Personally, I would have been worried I had rabies after getting bitten by a night monkey. Yeah, don't, don't go back to sleep even if you're bitten by a day monkey. Not a shadow monkey. (laughs) Absolutely not. Who knows what you have? Any beast that feeds at night should should be taken seriously. (laughs) He's just gaping wounds. He's like, I'm very tired though. I've got an early shift tomorrow. It's like, you should go see a doctor. No, honestly, I'm exhausted. And you know what? Since the monkeys bit me, I've become progressively more tired. I feel like I'm slipping away. <laughs> Go to the doctor. <laughs> I can putting barely on keep his my eye eyes mask, open. <laughs> putting in earplugs. I really think a power nap will do it. Is this a water bed? It's a pool of your own blood. <laughs> they always just prescribe bed rest anyway. I'm just beating them to the prescription. But he actually did what anyone should do in that situation. He called the police on that monkey. Good call. So the police drive around... And for the rest of the night of April 5th, 2001, it was just a regular textbook monkey crime scene investigation. The police take a statement from Mr. Anil. They check out the house and that's that. Not much you can do as a police officer in that case. There's no fingerprints, I guess, because it's a monkey. Weeks go by. The memory of the attack is fading. 
and the police report is gathering dust. Anil's bite marks on his arm are almost healed up. All quiet until April 18th, 2001, 3.45 a.m. A woman is peacefully sleeping on her terrace. Oh no. When she screams, a flurry of teeth, paws, and claws come flying at her. She tries to bat it away, and in the pitch black, she sees the monkey creature leap off the terrace and into the night. Oh, God. Knowing what happened two weeks previous, she immediately calls the police. Now, before with Mr. Anil, this was a one-off, a freak incident. But two attacks by a monkey creature in two weeks? This is where the police get out the cork board put two pins on the map with a little piece of string in between them they get it started right they're trying to work out motives locations suspects they're bringing monkeys in for questioning <laughs> they line them up usual suspect style yeah and, and go they- <laughs> could you point at the one that it was but they're all just jumping all over the place it's impossible to pin them down it's tough because you know you put a monkey in a room with a one-way mirror they just think they're still at the zoo yeah because they're just still behind the glass so, you know, you're you're on the intercom, you know, hitting, it's like, please, all the monkeys right up against the wall. And they're just throwing their own shit. Yeah, like, they're they arguably do. angrier and more fierce since you brought them in here. Like, yeah. if they weren't a killer in the world, they're a murder monkey now. Yes. Because there was a lot of police brutality going on as well. They're clubbing these monkeys, pushing them into the rooms. They are institutionalized. It's animal warfare. It's pigs v. monkeys. <laughs> and the police are like, in retrospect, I don't know why we got them from the zoo they're locked up already <laughs> the police interviewing the uh, the zookeepers we think one of your monkeys did it is that what you want your monkeys locked away behind bars they live in a zoo <laughs> that's where they are now <laughs> i call them the little convicts <laughs> they already wear the stripy pajamas and so a station house officer at vj nagar police station was ordered by his boss to keep a file on any monkey-related incidents that were reported in the area. You know, just to just to keep tabs, you know? So the cops in the station, they're monitoring the reports that are coming in as the days go by. And this list of attacks just keeps growing. And a crime of this magnitude cannot be kept under wraps. Word of the attack spread fast. Citizens didn't feel safe in their homes anymore. And definitely not in their terraces. Yeah, stop sleeping on the terraces if there is a... But it's so hot. Oh, God. It's probably like 40 degrees. But would you sleep out with a nice cool breeze with a high risk of a night monkey attack? If it's hot enough? I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah, I suppose so. You come in from a long day at work. Hi, sweetie. I'm home. Did you remember to buy ice? Oh, I forgot the f***ing ice. Oh, Jesus. We got to sleep on the terrace again. Why don't I just call the monkey now? Why don't I just call the police now? I'll just say, oh, great. I'll just call the ambulance while we're at it. Well, we're going to be attacked by night monkeys. You know, we don't have to sleep outside. Yeah, you want to sit in here? You want to sleep in here and roast our asses off? Come on. Put on your banana skirt and let's go into the terrace. (laughs) I was taunting him at that point. (laughs) That's right, no one was able to sleep on a terrace all April. And as reporters took to the street to try and report on what was happening, dozens, even hundreds of people volunteered descriptions of the beast, what it looked like and how it behaved. Which was great for evidence, except the descriptions started to vary somewhat. Whilst people mostly described a small monkey creature a few feet tall, occasionally others disagreed and said, that thing's pretty big. Whenever I saw it, it resembled a gorilla even. In one sighting in May, a woman described the creature's giant bulb-like eyes flashing in the dark. Some before the monkey ran her over on the highway. (laughs) 
It honks a very loud horn. <laughs> Some even describe seeing it jump 20 feet at a time, which would explain how it got up onto all those terraces. Yeah. Others reported that he even had a helmet and a jacket and was jacked. Okay. Kind of seems like borderline a different thing. Yeah. And you might think that the police were kind of annoyed by this case. The police are very busy. We all have experienced it if you've ever reported a crime. Me, for example, um, my bike got stolen a while back and I just for like insurance purposes, just I never thought I was going to get it back. But I lodged the the police report online. You can do it online. It's very convenient now. Instantaneously, I got an email being like, case closed. (laughs) Nothing we can do. Like, they've got those cases just on an auto-respond. Yeah, it's, much. it's pretty depressing when something like that happens. I have my phone stolen as well, and, like, within 30 seconds, they're like, we're not getting it back. <laughs> like, you're not, you're never going to see that phone again. And it's kind of like, okay. We'll, we'll, Shouldn't like, we live in hope? <laughs> Whatever happened to that? Like, couldn't you say something a little nicer, like, at least to, like, calm my spirits? Just say like, you're going to keep an eye out. They were like, just so you know, we've been called about 40 phones tonight. Like, you're, you're one of these 40 phones, and someone's been stabbed, so you're pretty low on the priority. You'll be just fine, kid. So, it's a pretty, pretty, you know, not the greatest response you want from the boys in blue. If you've got if you've got an internet connection, time to bloody send us this report. You could buy another phone. Jesus Christ, a 20 quid, kid. And that's why I had to get their attention and go around town as a monkey, <laughs> biting people on their terraces. Holy shit, the description's right here. Jacked, wearing a helmet and goggles. <laughs> no iPhone. Yeah, so you would, I would imagine, personally, that if I was to go online to the Met Police um, website and, and <laughs> file a monkey... I shouldn't... No one do this because it's probably illegal. But file a fake monkey attack report. I just don't think that thing's going to get serious investigation. Not until you, there's enough people reporting the same monkey right. threat. you got to write, like, a clickbaity title to, to the description. Shadow monkey fights back six shadow monkey attacks in your area number five will make you cry yeah and in the kind of additional evidence attachment field i'll, I'll put in like a youtube style butt thumbnail of my shock face yeah <laughs> whoa and then of course some like linked articles as well so it's like this is what these four uh child monkey stars look like now <laughs> you won't believe it <laughs> Plus, you got to have that Amazon affiliate link at the bottom. If you want to pick up some monkey protection gear, follow this link. We'll get 10% back. Of course. So you might think that the Delhi police were kind of annoyed. It, I mean, so the, one of the most populated, maybe the most densely populated place on earth. We've got a lot of crimes to think about. This was far from the truth. They were very invested in this. When one reporter interviewed the deputy police commissioner of Northwest Delhi about what his feeling was about this case, he mm. said, quote, I'm sorry, in such matters as this, there's nothing like a gut feeling. We are investigating the matter professionally and we will get to the bottom of it. Which is the attitude I want to see. With my f***ing iPhone. <laughs> God damn it. I don't care who dies. I don't care what it takes. I'm pretty sure this thing goes to the heart of government. <laughs> this thing, we got to keep our voices on. This sorry. Straight to the top. Look, I don't want to freak anyone out, but I think MIBs ganked my shit. A lot of confidential 
research notes from our podcasts on there. They were killed to get their hands on that. A lot of confidential research nudes were on that phone when I lost it, all right? And I think the MIBs wanted that shit to keep me down. Because they, they know I'm thinking of running in 2024, and they need the blackmail content <laughs> to shut me the F up. And those pigs I called were in on it. They're in on the whole thing. And the police did take it seriously enough to even commission police sketches that they released to the public of what we are looking for. Okay. I can show you these right now. I'm ready. Wow. Wow. Okay, folks. So we have two... <laughs> we have two variants of the, the monkey. Why do we have two different versions? Uh, you might see the description there. I think the left side is kind of more what the police believe they were looking for and on the right was more what the public described in their testimonies okay so you know we got kind of what you're imagining here a little furry monkey monkey style man Mm -hmm. maybe he looks around three or four foot weird little sharp clawed fingers tiny little feet his face is a clown's face okay it it looks like he's wearing clown makeup Sure. But he does look quite like a gorilla or a a monkey, a member of the ape family. He's almost cute. He looks like a kind of cartoon character. Yeah, as opposed to the one on the right, which is very similar, but he's dressed in what looks like a Santa's elf. One of Santa's elves with a motorbike helmet on. Yes. But still the claws, though creepy clown makeup and the tiny feet. Yeah, they are almost the same thing. It's like the way Barbie had like beach mode, uh, college mode. Yeah, this, <laughs> this monkey. This monkey just has motorbike mode and <laughs> nude mode. If you've seen my missing iPhone at all, you'll know I'm very fond of nude mode. Yeah, actually, I take back what I said. Now that you've zoomed in on them, they're not cute. It's actually quite terrifying. Pretty bad. His eyes are red. His face is scowling. He looks like he has a scar from the Lion King scar through his eye. (laughs) Yeah. He scratched himself in some kind of kerfuffle. They do look like alcoholic, unemployed clown babies. Yes. Yes. Actually, this is terrifying if that attacked you in the night. The police weren't just taking this monkey bee seriously. He'd got under their skin. He was in their mind. With their minds. I need to know how. One day, a reporter was at the Vijay Nagar police station when in the canteen, he saw four monkeys eating in the canteen, uh, just willy-nilly. And when they asked the police why they weren't chasing away these monkeys from the police canteen, the cops said, quote, well, we don't want to be bitten. What? The police are so scared of all (laughs) the monkey attacks. They were letting monkeys eat in the canteen. That is ridiculous. That is like, you know how in all those crime movies, at some point, there's a suspicion that someone is a dirty cop. Right. Like someone on the force is working for the other side. If you're in a police lunchroom and there's four monkeys sitting down at a lunch table eating bananas, you got to start suspecting the reason why this monkey hasn't been caught. <laughs> why is evidence going missing? Wait a minute, does one of those monkeys have a badge? <laughs> Who gave him a gun? Which he never seems to have to reload. It's like, I got to tell the chief about this. Turns around, Chief Bobo, are you seeing this shit? I don't know what monkeys you're talking about. Maybe you should go see the psychiatrist, Dr. Zayas. (laughs) (laughs) They're everywhere. At this point, we're at a fever pitch. 
people are watching their backs, paranoid, that at any moment the monkey could strike. On one occasion, word got out that the police had arrested the monkey man. Hundreds of people descended on the police station to catch a glimpse of the beast. But the police had to like hold everyone back and be like, no, like we wish we caught the monkey man. This is just a crazy viral rumor. And also, even if they had, you know, if you've learned anything from King Kong, you know, don't all rush there and try to take photos of this psycho monkey because he'll go apeshit, literally. But gradually, the reports dropped off as if the monkey man of Delhi had finally moved on, at least to another city, leaving the citizens of Delhi safe for the moment, but none the wiser about what actually happened during those weeks. It's been popular ever since to claim that this was some kind of mass hysteria, that the fact that all the men and women descended onto the police station as soon as they heard the monkey was arrested, that it was a figment of the imagination. But it should be noted that apparently senior officers at Ghaziabad, Noida and other stations refused to dismiss this as a figment of the imagination. Thoughts? <laughs> I, have a, I have a lot of thoughts and a couple questions actually. Please. So, judging by the fact that there were monkeys eating in the police cafeteria. I have reason to suspect that there is a reasonable monkey populace in this location. Right. Like, they're they're obviously local to this part uh, of the town or city where these people are located. So, granted, you know, a couple people suffering from a monkey attack is a pretty bad thing. I don't know how frequent that is in this place. That's a good question. Um, I don't have this statistics on it but one interesting point that came up because this story got pretty well covered uh, in india as well as here and one reporter did talk to um like people who were experts on these monkeys and they pretty much ruled out the concept that any zoo monkey or indeed any wild monkey was capable of doing it they said they simply don't attack without provocation so the idea of them attacking a sleeping person is pretty much impossible that is yeah that's an interesting to bring up unless there's some sort of monkey disease that i don't know about Mm. it could affect a monkey's behavior some kind of monkey rage virus exactly exactly which i'm pretty sure is what happened in planet of the apes yeah (laughs) shit we need to get this thing before it bangs another monkey and has super aggressive night monkey babies well given this happened in 2001 um, it's too late. I, I think monkeys like banging enough for their this to be out of control. Okay, but that's good to know at least that they ruled that it was probably not a regular monkey. I mean, that is the the obvious kind of go-to, isn't it? Is that whenever we have these paranormal cases that are just a hair's breadth between being regular zoological cases and cryptozoological cases, right? it becomes tempting to think, Maybe this is, we know that animals exist. <laughs> yeah. Why can't it just be an animal? But pretty interesting that they stamped that out kind of right off the bat. I mean, this is 2001 as well. Like, this is a time where camera phones exist, CCTV exists. Are we to believe that this monkey freaking assassins created his way past everyone? Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point. I Like, I guess... Delhi in 2001 is like quite a different place to say New York City. I guess a city like New York that's so notorious for being so lit up all the time might be harder for a monkey to skulk around. Whereas I don't know much about Delhi, but I know it's separated into these um, massive districts. And so it might be easier for them to kind of skulk around in the suburbs a little bit more. Yeah, I guess like the city version of this is Ikea monkey. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's the city version of a, a night beast. Yeah. Like he just kind of, what, he just wore a jacket and ran around Ikea? Yeah. I don't even know how he got the jacket. What was in that jacket as well? He might have been a slasher, like this <laughs> shadow knows? monkey. might have had knives and guns and shit in there. The one thing that I keep coming back to is, you know, if this is some sort of um, hyper-aggressive night beast yeah. uh, in a monkey's body that we have to worry about. When I was in school, when we were in school, actually, yes. maybe we, were, we was when we were still going to the same school, we took a trip once to uh, Belfast Zoo, where, you know, you see a lot of different uh, animals there, but the, their biggest attraction is, like, their big gorilla enclosure. And I remember the teacher at the time when we were kids, you know, showing us the gorilla and being like, uh, this, this is super interesting, kids. You know, a lot of scientists theorize that through evolution, we actually came from monkeys. So what you're looking at behind this glass is actually, you know, your great, great, great ancestor from millions of years ago. Um, and then I watched the gorilla walk up to the glass and uh, just piss all over his own food. Yeah. He had a whole bowl of food and he just pissed all over it. And then it proceeded to eat it while <laughs> locking eyes with, with the children. Right. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> I'm not that intimidated by any form of super monkey. Right. Uh, I don't think any creature that is hasn't evolved to the point where they know they shouldn't piss on their own food. I think we're still safe. I, I'm not so convinced because what if that monkey is super intelligent but just wants to see the world burn he's some kind of joker <laughs> monkey i would explain why they also throw their own poop yeah he's on some psycho shit i mean he has scarred me for life so he did achieve something he really got you thinking yeah <laughs> you haven't forgotten him anyway okay so there's a couple of possibilities this thing is granted what people say it is some kind of demon monkey hybrid beast mm -hmm. or indeed that it's a escaped zoo monkey or maybe that it is decades later, some kind of incarnation of the Spring Hill Jack. But you don't seem convinced by any of these. So what are you saying? Um, yeah, I think you kind of summed it up. I'm not entirely convinced by any of these. I think if we're investigating a cryptid that attacked people as recently as 2001, that has to come with a certain degree of physical evidence, whether it's photographs of the um, the bite marks that the monkey left behind. Video oh shit kit just <laughs> kit just held his hand rudely in my face insisted i stop talking so he can bring up presumably a picture of a monkey bite mark if you don't think there's physical evidence then what is this so i'm showing roy a video um done by associated press uploaded in 2015 uh but an archive footage from 2001 and basically, they went around talking to dozens and dozens of people in Delhi about their experiences with the monkey man. And they're talking about their experiences, but crucially, we're going to see some evidence. All right, so one of the guys is lifting up his shirt to show, ooh, okay, he's got some marks there, and they do look pretty bad. That is a strange place to bite someone, but they do genuinely look like they're, bite marks. They are quite, like, long. Yeah. I won't have it said there isn't physical evidence, sir. Okay, okay, granted. I don't know why you waited so late in the game to pull the I ace for God. <laughs> Great. That pushed me from like 5 to 10% believability. <laughs> so, granted, you, you did shift the needle a little bit there. Well, look, bite marks on a guy's body from archive footage from over 15 years ago isn't enough to convince me that there is an actual demon monkey. <laughs> 
I think if he Well la di da Because he didn't even do anything paranormal He just did anything a regular monkey could do He just bit people He just looked paranormal He was a monkey in a crash helmet What else do you want? (laughs) Like it sounds like he's done this And people are suffering in the worst town That there could be a possible monkey attack Hmm. When the police who are hunting down a monkey Will let monkeys come into the police station And eat their food how do they know that's not what the monkey like you should be on monkey alert like you have the the authority to shoot any monkey on on spot on site i mean in retrospect the fact that the policemen were so scared of regular monkeys to let them eat in the canteen suggests that they in some way felt that the entire thing was about just regular monkeys yeah well if anything if they're that afraid of the regular monkeys they definitely shouldn't be the people hired to take down the super monkey they should be eating those small monkeys for breakfast (laughs) in the canteen perchance hey great story i loved it um and i appreciate the bringing the evidence to me at the last second real twist in the tail there that was great but I think in my conclusion for this week's episode, it's still gonna be a no. This is bullshit. I'm sorry. This I'm sorry, bullshit. man. So you're a yes then? Absolutely that- not. <laughs> <laughs> I have to regroup and come back with some more evidence. Hopefully the monkey man of Delhi uh, rears his ugly little clown face in the near future, 15 years later, um, that we can investigate this again. I guess for now, I agree. We don't have enough evidence. Thank you, Dr. Suarez, for sending that in to us. A very intriguing case yeah. about the monkey man of Delhi. Um, as always, you can let us know what you think about this one, this Paranormal Life podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think on the socials. That's where we hang out. This Paralife on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash this paranormal life. And as always, check out the Secret Society. That's where probably the majority of the commune are hanging out, um, discussing these episodes and just posting cool shit that they find. If you join the paranormal commune, we can guarantee you safety from all monkeys and all night beasts uh, that come along. We have essentially, as a commune, created a uh, a bug zapper yeah. that attracts any mammal. So not just, you know, you bug zapper, you get your flies and mosquitoes and things that are drawn to the light and it yeah. fries them to pieces. We've invented some sort of mega generator that, um, <laughs> hell, uh, even I want to touch the thing. We are, unfortunately, 90-something percent monkey, all of us, of genetically. Yeah. So it's always going to look a little attractive. Yeah, of course. You know, you're always going to want to just go over there and touch it I do a see little it in bit. dreams, yeah. Granted, the thing is, now that I look at it, it's smoking. It's a 10 out of 10. It's hot as shit. Yeah. I want to touch it. I want to maybe lick it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but the last three on guys that did died. So that's a bit of a turn off. <sighs> yeah. But we're building the fence. The fence will be constructed in a while. Uh, granted, that is electric. So don't touch that either. Don't go anywhere near the west wing <laughs> of the commune. Because that is filled with a lot of things that will kill you. Except for the crash. The crash is a great hangout. And if you just cannot get enough paranormal investigations go on over to patreon.com forward slash this paranormal life where you can get shout outs bonus episodes t-shirts to get you access into the commune to get you i believe a uh, fast pass access into the commune it's a disneyland sort of theme park style admissions scheme where if you have that t-shirt you are you can skip the queue head right on in yeah we have one of those uh disney style like it's a small world uh, rides, you know, where you sit on the little the little uh, car mm-hmm. and you're driven around in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a small world after, after all. all. 
the CIA and FBI know all your shit. Mm-hmm. We're being watched 24-7 and the greys are in our heads. Mm-hmm. You know, a little tour of just like how, like what, what's going on in the world. You come out the other side woke. Yeah. It's a great experience. Yeah. And like I say, we do shout outs on Patreon and that is what we like to round off every episode by doing, is by doing those shout outs right here. So, special thank you to William Geschlecht. Mm, do you smell that bacon? That's Will Ham, <gasps> the dirtiest cop I know. Chief of investigation on the monkey case himself. I witnessed William slash Will Ham take a straight up banana bribe from monkeys on the streets. That's right. To turn he, the other cheek. He's a simian sympathizer. He's a <laughs> chimp compadre. He's a, he's a bonobo bestie. He's a dirty pig for dirty monkeys. But if some of that dirty monkey money's coming our way on Patreon, welcome aboard, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Wilhelm. We will allow monkeys into the commune. We will allow all types of ape, monkey, and chimp into the commune. Absolutely, we will. And thank you also to Rosie Waterhouse. Rosie, the girl who tried to water her house, turn it into a mansion. That works? No, absolutely not. It it was completely flooded and destroyed. Like all her scrapbooks, family heirlooms. It was completely... I don't know who told her that would work. How much water did she use i mean it was it was a i think she built a machine that launched a 10-foot tidal wave directly at the house wow i mean that's not even how you water a plant no <laughs> i don't think she knows how to garden i think tidal waves are usually mean destruction in most cultures I, uh, someone should have stopped her yeah um but i'm glad to see she landed back on her feet i hope the house is doing fine uh and thank you for your support Thank you also to Sam Bowman. People only hear stories about Robin Hood. No one ever talks about Sam Bowman. <gasps> Everyone knows Robin Hood could do that shit where, you know, he, he would shoot an, an arrow through an apple on a guy's head. Yeah. Sam Bowman, he was the guy who invented that even doper shit where his arrow would split Robin Hood's arrow in half. Yeah, as it shot an arrow on someone's head. Yeah, yeah. People just don't talk about him much because he used to... Um, steal from the poor to give to the rich right so it's less of like a noble cause more of a controversial figure that way it's kind of like you know people love batman because he stops crime but if there was like a cooler batman who just beat up homeless people like you still wouldn't talk about him that much how would he be that cool but that mean it's a i don't know would he just have cool like sneakers or something yeah i I guess so clothes but hey fine sam bowman I hope you're, you're still keeping up with the bow and arrow and I'm um, glad you remember the Paranormal Commune. Thank you also to Connor Hamilton. Here comes that smell of bacon again. It's Ham Ham Hamilton, the dirty pig. That's right, another officer of the force. Or should I say, officer of divorce. That's right, because he's dividing the, the peace between man and monkey. And all the while, just filling his home with banana upon banana. Exactly. Stockpiling for the monkey apocalypse. We see you, you dirty pig taking monkey bribes. Where's your justice? Also, thank you for the bananas. We just got them in the mail the other day. They are delicious. We really appreciate it. The monkeys really do know where to find the best bananas. (laughs) Thanks also to Ted Graham. Ted Graham. (laughs) Well, if it isn't another dirty pig. Oink, oink. (laughs) Well, I didn't know we had the whole force supporting us. Full police academy. Full little crooks. (laughs) This was the guy 
They took down Harambe! What? Harambe was gonna blow the whistle on this whole monkey cop treaty. He was the Snowden of monkeys, it seemed. He truly was. And Ted Graham, that son of a bitch, took him out. Whoa. Unbelievable stuff. Just to keep keep the lid on the operation. Disgusting, disgusting stuff. I hope, I hope you enjoy those blood bananas you got, Graham. And I'm, yeah, thank you for sending a couple of them our way. Yes, the blood doesn't detract from the delicious taste Because it's just on the skin. You peel it off and then the banana's fine, so thank you. Thanks also to Ronan Callan. I heard that Roman Ronan just flown in from Zotan, a galaxy very, very far away. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's incredible he made the journey here in the first place. I know he's a busy roamer. I mean, Romer is really like a not a not a high enough praise. It's a for bit of an understatement. Does. That for makes sure. it sound like he's a backpacker. Yeah, but, uh, no, he is an intergalactic traveler of sorts. Yeah, I think he is a. I think he's a conqueror of galaxies. Oh, you may know him by his other title. I think it's like a destroyer of gods. Oh, fair. Yeah. Some like I sometimes call him. Roman Ronan just oh, like it's, it's like, just you then yeah it's just I'm trying to like keep it chill because it's like you know I'm, I'm shit scared you're terrified him. I'm really terrified he killed a god man so yeah I'm gonna keep it chill with him and guess what he hates it yeah it backfired as shit he's angry now oh yeah he's been traveling towards earth with just a mighty fist of justice <laughs> for the last 10,000 years thankfully he's another 5,000 light years away so yeah. we got some time. Yeah. But the Destroyer of Worlds, Roman Ronan, is coming. And lastly, but not leastly, thank you to Stephen Watt. Stephen, honestly, I don't know what I'd do without you. I think I'd be heaving, Stephen. <laughs> You'd be heaving? I'd be heaving without Stephen. Like throwing up? Yeah, honestly, what? What, el- what else would I be doing? Why are you saying it that way? What? What? What way? I don't think that's why Stephen it. says his, his name. <laughs> Stephen Watt. Stephen Watt. I think you're heaving. Look, Stephen, I'm sorry we gotta be leaving, but um, I don't know what else to do. So I'm glad that you're believing that this podcast is achieving. And hopefully after next weekend, my nose is bleeding. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go, Stephen. I can't be breathing. <laughs> my throat's closing over. We gotta wrap this up. Um, hopefully, um, with your support and the fact that you are believing, Stephen, no one can shut this project down. <laughs> okay. I don't care what they are or what they say. Thank Stop you me. so much <laughs> to everyone we've shouted out on this podcast so far, everyone in previous episodes. And if you are waiting on your shout out, don't worry, it's coming. We've it just got a bit of a backlog, but we're trying to get there uh, one episode at a time. Thank you for tuning in this week. We will see you next Tuesday for a brand new Paranormal Tale. Bye, folks. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.